Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Sirach. Like the choice fat of the sacred offering, so was David in Israel. He made sport of lions as though they were kids, and of bears like lambs of the flock. As a youth, he slew the giant and wiped out the people's disgrace. When his hand let fly the sling stone that crushed the pride of Goliath, since he called upon the Most High God, who gave strength to his right arm, to defeat the skilled warrior and raise up the might of his people, Therefore the women sang his praises and ascribed to him tens of thousands and praised him when they blessed the Lord. When he assumed the royal crown, he battled and subdued the enemy on every side. He destroyed the hostile Philistines and shattered their power till our own day. With his every deed, he offered thanks to God most high in words of praise. With his whole being, he loved his maker and daily had his praises sung. He set singers before the altar and by their voices he made sweet melodies. He added beauty to the feasts and solemnized the seasons of each year, so that when the holy name was praised before daybreak, the sanctuary would resound. The Lord forgave him his sins and exalted his strength forever. He confirmed on him the rights of royalty and established his throne in Israel. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. King Herod heard about Jesus for his fame had become widespread, and people were saying John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why mighty powers are at work in him. Others were saying he is Elijah. Still others, he is a prophet, like any of the prophets. But when Herod learned of it, he said, It is John whom I beheaded. He has been raised up. Herod was the one who had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. Herodias had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. His own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask of me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? Her mother replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made a request. I want you to give me at once on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl in turn gave it to her mother when his disciples heard about it. They came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord. David was the choice fat of the sacred offerings, wrote the wise sage Sirach, about 200 years before Christ was born. David was Israel's greatest king, who ruled during Israel's brief golden age, a time of peace, 
when he subdued her enemies on every side, and the whole of Israel was united. Those wonderful days of yesteryear were long gone when Sirach wrote, Israel had gone through centuries of corruption, oppression, devastation, and exile. But she had not given up hope. She was waiting for a promised Messiah, a descendant of David, who would wipe out the people's disgrace. This future king will be even greater than David. Now, that would have been a nice thought for an oppressed Jew. That would have gotten him up in the morning. The Old Testament is one large pre-announcement of Christ. David is a type of figure for Christ. He's one of the greatest types. David was born in Bethlehem, anointed, christened the king, and he experienced rejection and danger. David wrote Psalm 22, which begins, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Christ prayed it while dying on the cross. David was a literal ancestor of Christ, who was commonly referred to as the son of David. And like David, Christ spared his enemies. A modern professor writes, King David is a type of Christ the king. It is difficult for us Americans to love kings. For our nation was born in a rebellion against a bad king. Yet Christ is a king, as well as prophet and priest. The church is not designed for us the feast of Christ the president, but the feast of Christ the king. Christ did not preach the administration of God, but the kingdom of God. David loved his maker, wrote Sirach, with his whole being, and he expressed that love in a a liturgy, which means public work. Daily in the tent, the tabernacle of the Lord, praise was given with great solemnity and beauty. Before daybreak, the sanctuary would resound with praise for the holy name. Why was it so beautiful? It was beautiful because it was focused. It was orientated toward God. People were not circling up and holding hands, celebrating community, worshiping, in effect, themselves. Why get up before daybreak to do that? That's what our modern world asks, a world that has fallen into self-idolatry, in large part because our worship has fallen off. Christ, who did not have a maker, loved his Father with his whole being. He shows us how to worship when he offers himself the choice fat of all sacred offerings on the altar of Calvary, this is what happens at every holy mass. We are invited to join this eternal sacrifice which Christ in his infinite mercy perpetuates for us. We don't deserve it, but we're not going to let that stop us. We have hope that he will wipe out our disgrace, that he will subdue our enemies on every side. That is what gets us up in the morning.